Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is floor. F-L-O-O-R. Really? You bet your life! More than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Let's not go overboard. It's only me. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples tonight. Uh, Mr. Fenneman, who's first to try for the $1,000? We invited some wives of college professors to the program tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mrs. Dorothy Robbins. Her partner is a memory expert, Mr. David Roth. And here they are. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, folks. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Mrs. Uh, Robbins, huh? you're the college professor's wife, eh? Yes, I am. Uh, where are you from? Uh, I was born in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I admire this audience. That's the first time anybody's mentioned Brooklyn without the whole audience going into hysterics. I'm surprised, too. I'm, I'm surprised and gratified, too. This must be a very high-class audience. <laughs> You're from Brooklyn, huh? I'll call you Dorothy, huh? Fine. And you can sure. call me Dorothy, too. <laughs> how long have you been married, Mrs. Robbins? Seventeen years. Uh, how, has it been happy all along? Oh, then? yes. And, very, and what college is your husband a professor? At UCLA. What subject does your husband teach? Uh, business administration. I see. And uh, is he good at it? I think so. Mm-hmm. Does he ever advise you about your uh, checkbook at the end of the month? Or? Well, uh, he tries to organize me. And uh, has he been very successful? Or? Well, uh, when I'm organized, I can't find things. <laughs> well, that must make it very pleasant around the house. Huh? And Mr. David Roth, uh, I'll just call you Dave, huh? Correct. You can call me Dorothy. Now, let's see. Uh, <laughs> what is it you do, Mr. Roth? Why, I'm a memory expert. Oh, oh yes, I forgot. Uh... <laughs> where, where are you from, Mr. Roth? Well, I was born in Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Well, no wonder you're a memory expert. Anything from Milwaukee is bound to have a head on it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, are you married? Oh, yes. Any children? One. Well, you are a memory expert, all right. You remember everything, don't you? <laughs> how, how old are you, Mr. Roth? Oh, I'm past 50. <laughs> oh, when did you pass it, Mr. Roth? <laughs> and how fast were you going? Pretty fast. How much uh, past 50? Well, quite a bit. My wife, rather, I wouldn't tell my age. Would you tell your wife's age? No, I wouldn't dare to do that. <laughs> and you're the, pro- you're the professor's wife, That's aren't right, you, yes. Dorothy? Mm-hmm. My memory's improving already, mm-hmm. isn't it? <laughs> and all it took was a short conversation with Mr... Uh, what was your... What did you say your name was? <laughs> what did you say your name was? Oh, uh, Roth. Roth. My eyes are not what they used to be. I don't remember anything very well. I thought I reckoned... You were the fellow who was here a minute ago, weren't you, Mr. Roth? <laughs> 
Now, uh, tell me, Mr. Oglethorpe, how did you happen to become a memory expert uh, when you were a little boy? Was it your ambition to become an elephant? No, I'll tell you. I was a boy in high school in Cincinnati. You were a boy in high school? A boy in high school. Well, that I'm sure of. And I was about 15 years... Were you ever a girl in high school, Mr. (laughs) (laughs) And I was about 15 years of age, and I found that my memory wasn't any good. So I tried to devise a method so I could at least pass my examination. That's how I got to be a memory expert. I see. You know, I devised a method to help pass examinations, too. But, uh, they threw me out of school for it. <laughs> I, was, I was the West Point of my time. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. But right now, I want you to pay attention to something real important. In one amazing test after another, DeSoto's superior performance has been proved again and again. In the famous waterproof ignition test, a new DeSoto is driven at higher than usual speed through a water-flooded street. Water is allowed to splash right up over the engine, reaching almost every part of the ignition system. Yet the new DeSoto keeps right on running without missing a beat. To you... Waterproof ignition means your new DeSoto will start in even the wettest weather. And what a ride DeSoto gives you. The famous DeSoto road tests have proved that DeSoto's Auraflow shock absorbers give the smoothest ride ever known. Why, the bumps just melt right out from under you. And DeSoto's sensational blowout tests have proved the value of safety rim wheels. With an ordinary car, a blowout may cause the tire to leave the rim and may throw the car out of control. But with DeSoto's amazing safety rim wheel, special protective ridges hold the tire securely on the rim and allow the driver to bring the new DeSoto to a sure, safe stop. Yes, friends, in one amazing test after another, DeSoto's superior performance has been proved again and again with waterproof ignition, Auraflow shock absorbers, safety rim wheels, and a host of other exciting features. See it now at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. All right, now let's see how well you work together as a team. Uh, George, would you mind explaining the rules? Uh, Here are the rules. You bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 question later in the show. All right, here we go. Let's see how high I can build your $20. You selected capital cities of the world. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 are you going to bet? Fifteen. 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 What is the capital city of Denmark? Copenhagen. Copenhagen is right. So you're on your way. You have $35. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the 35 are you going to bet on your second question? Thirty. Thirty? Uh, what is the capital city of Bolivia? We're stuck. Well, it's La Paz, or La Paz, yeah, uh, L.A., <laughs> capital P-A-Z. That's a tough one. I, that's too bad. How much have they got now? You dropped down to $5. Oh, oh, well, that's a shame. Here's your third question. How much of the $5 are you going to risk now? We four. 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 $4. All right. What is the capital city of Poland? Uh, Warsaw. Warsaw is right. Please. <laughs> well, you're on your way again. You have $9. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the $9 are you going to risk? Well, all of it. All of it. All right. All Shoot the it. works. Uh, what is the capital city of Argentina? Um, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires is right. <laughs> and you lined up with a grand total of $18. 
Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected some new parents to be on the show tonight, Groucho. And here they are, Alexander Podgorny of the United States Navy and Mrs. Podgorny. Come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and win $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Barbara and Alexander Podgorny, huh? Yes, that's right. Uh, that's a kind of a curious name. Uh, what is the uh, what is kind of a name is that, uh, Alex? It's a Polish name, sir. Polish? Yes. Sir. Oh, are you in the Polish Navy? <laughs> <laughs> afraid I'm not, sir. No. Well, don't be afraid. You ought to be very happy that you're not. <laughs> <laughs> what What is your f- first name, uh, Mrs. Podgorny? Barbara. Barbara. Yes. Well, that's a lovely name, and you're a very attractive you. girl, and you're a very lucky Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How old are you, uh, Alex? I'm 28, sir. 28. And uh, how old is your baby? He's four months today. Alex is four months today? <laughs> <laughs> no, our baby is. Oh, well, where are you from, Barbara? I'm from Corpus Christi, Texas. Where? Corpus Christi, Texas. Texas, huh? Oh. <laughs> there they are, the people from Brooklyn again. <laughs> uh, how, how old are you, uh, Alex? I'm 28, sir. 28, huh? And your your uh, your name, Mr. Roth? Uh, did you say? <laughs> what did you say your name was? I'm Barbara Podgorny. Oh, Barbara Podgorny. You're Mr. Roth, huh? <laughs> How do you like being married to a sailor, Barbara? Is he is he gobs of fun? Yes, he is. He he really is. Is he? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a girl in every port? No, he doesn't. <laughs> How do you know he hasn't got any other girls? Well, he's land-based Oh, he's land-based? Yes, he is He he doesn't go to sea He doesn't go to sea who? <laughs> That's a kind of an incomplete statement, isn't it? No, what I mean is he's stationed up at Point Magoo Well, where is Point... where? Point Magoo Point Magoo? Yes <laughs> Is that anything like Fibber Magoo and Molly? <laughs> no, well, what is a Point Magoo? I don't understand this, huh? Point Magoo is the Naval Air Missile Test Center. Well, uh, where is uh, Point Magoo? It's about 60 miles up the coast, I believe. Your husband is at Point Magoo, 60 miles up the coast? Yes, he is. Well, who is this imposter? That's <laughs> <laughs> <If> my husband. <laughs> Why are you stationed at, at uh, Point Magoo? Uh, what is that? Oh, Point Magoo is a Naval Air Missile Test Center. Is it's the What's uh, a, what do you mean a missile? Is that anything like mistletoe? <laughs> mistletoe, toe, sir, is something you kiss a girl under. Not me. I kiss a girl under her nose. <laughs> some of those noses look like Point Magoo too. <laughs> Tell me something about these guided missiles, will you? How, how do they work? Alex? Well, well, it's an experimental state, or experimental and testing of gutted missiles is what it is, sir, and outside of that, it's restricted. There's nothing more, much more I can tell you. This is, this is top, top secret yes, stuff? Yes, yes, it is. You're not allowed to disclose anything? Nothing at all, sir. In other words, it's none of my business, is that right? That's right, absolutely. You'll thank me to keep my nose out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may interest you to know that I can tell you plenty about guided missiles. I used to be one. I used to be one. <laughs> The first man ever shot out of a cannon. <laughs> I was doing fine, too, until I got a swell head. 
Well, well, oh, yes. Uh, tell me, Mr. Roth. Uh, uh, no. Uh, Mr. Podgorny, uh, we were talking about your new baby. It happens we weren't, but it's time we did, don't you think? Uh, what is this uh, little youngster's name? His name is Russell Anthony Podgorny. Well, that's a fine, fine name. There's a lot of eloquence to it, huh? Well, it's a wonderful thing having a new baby. Right now, I'd give anything to be in your shoes. You know why? No, I don't. I've got a nail in mine. <laughs> Well, now that you have a baby, uh, do you get more money from the Navy, uh, Alex? Uh, no, I don't, sir. Uh, you have to have two or more children before you get any additional allowances. Is that so? You mean the Navy doesn't give a toot for one baby, eh? <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. Isn't there anything you can do about it? No, sir. You could file a complaint with the Secretary of the Navy, couldn't you? I'm afraid he wouldn't get it. Does uh, Alex uh, ever bother to amuse the baby? Oh, yes, he does quite a lot. Could you show us how he amuses the baby? <laughs> well, he'll go, boodly, 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 or... Look at you hear it now. <laughs> I guess it's just as well if you don't have another kid. Right? <laughs> uh, seriously, Barbara, as the uh, MC say, uh, does this really amuse the baby? Boodly, boodly, boodly. Oh, yes, he just coos and laughs. And this is what he does? Uh, Would you show us how you do it, Alex? <laughs> I'd rather not. But you do do it to the baby, huh? Yes, I do. Well, Alex, it may amuse the baby now, but in ten years that boy's going to be worried about his own man. <laughs> Well, you're a wonderful uh, representative young American couple, and I think the United States Navy and America can be proud of kids like you, too. Thank you. And I'm sure you'll go far. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you very much. I'm sure you'll go even further than Point Magoo, you two. <laughs> we hope you. may even have to go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. No. <laughs> and you won't uh, make any mistake if you go there. Do I sound like Godfrey? <laughs> I have some tea here that I would like to dip in. <laughs> now you're going to play... They eat and drink on that show. I get nothing. Did you ever try to eat a DeSoto or a Plymouth? <laughs> They're wonderful writing qualities, but you cannot eat anything on there except an occasional inner tube. <laughs> All right, now you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. You run your $20 into more than their other couples. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners. The professor's wife and the memory expert won $18. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected instruments played by orchestra leaders. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? What do you think? How much are you going to bet? Thirteen. Thirteen $13 on a dead man's chest, huh? <laughs> All right. What instrument is Carmen Caballero played? Piano, sir. The piano is correct. <laughs> Well, you're off to a good start. You have $33. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 33 are you going to bet this time? 30 30 $30. What <laughs> instrument does Xavier Cugar play? Violin. Sir. Violin is right. <laughs> you now have $63. And here's your third question. How much are you going to bet this time? 
62. What instrument does Freddie Martin play? Talk it over. I don't know. Take a guess if you don't know. I believe it's a piano, sir. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a saxophone. <laughs> I should have known that. I thought it was some kind of a horn, but I didn't know Don't you kids go out? I'm sure you've gone to dance halls and stuff. You've danced for Freddie Martin. We sure have. It's a shame you well, don't have one. You know, what was the, you know what was the trouble, don't you? You two were watching each other instead of the orchestra. <laughs> oh. Now you're down to a dollar. Yes. It's a good oh. thing you haven't got that second kid. <laughs> but the Navy is still pretty steady pay, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right. Now, you, how much are you going to bet? You bet the you've bet the dollar. You're going to bet the whole dollar? Right. <laughs> you lose this, you can dive through a porthole. Eh? <laughs> All right. What instrument does Woody Hyman play? Clarinet. Clarinet is right. Oh, I've got another one. Two dollars. I'll give you one question on If you get it right, you win ten dollars. Think hard now. No help from the audience. You ready? Yes, sir. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> Couldn't be Grant. General Grant is right. <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a wrestling referee and a woman who works in a candy factory. And here they come, Mrs. Betty Whitener and Mr. Mike Ruby. Make Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to you bet your life. <laughs> Say the sacred word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Uh, Betty uh, Whitner? Whitner. Whitner, huh? And uh, Mike Ruby, huh? Where, uh, where are you from, uh, Mrs. Uh, Whitener? I'm from uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, just below Lookout Mountain. <laughs> There's those people from Brooklyn again. <laughs> you're from Lookout Mountain, eh? And what do you look out for while you're up there, Betty? Well, <laughs> uh, on a clear day, you can look out over the mountain and see uh, seven states. Mm -hmm. And it's a very famous uh, You know what place. seven states you can see? Uh? Well, Georgia and Alabama and, and uh, Kentucky. And uh, I can't think of the rest of them right now. Well, you're probably only one halfway up, huh? <laughs> What, what do you do, Mrs. Whitener, besides spying on seven states? I um, work for Awful Fresh McFarlane. <laughs> well, have you complained to your husband? <laughs> what do you mean, Awful Fresh? What, what's the matter with him? Well, he's... He's uh, not fresh, but his candy is. Oh, I see. That's the, that's the name of the candy. I offer fresh right. candy. I see. That's, that's rather clever, isn't it, huh? Are you there? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, just how fresh is it? Is about, if I bit into a maraschino cherry, uh, would it squirt me in the eye or something? Well, it's liable to because they break down after a certain length of time and it's liable Yeah, well, to. who doesn't, huh? <laughs> That's the history of my life, Mrs. Widener. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not become nostalgic here, eh? <laughs> what is your job at this fudge foundry? I'm a dipper. <laughs> what do you mean, you're a dipper? I dip in chocolate. <laughs> you must be an awful mess when you get home at night. <laughs> 
Well, how did they get the nuts and the peanut brittle? I, that's always puzzled me. Well, uh, the candy maker that makes the uh, peanut brittle, he goes out to the nut house and, uh, <laughs> and he gets uh, the nuts and uh, he brings it back in and uh, they have to weigh all their ingredients. Then he takes the syrup and the glucose and the sugar and all the ingredients that he puts into it. Well, is it easy to get somebody out of the nut house? And... <laughs> you're a, a Mike Ruby. You're a wrestling referee. <laughs> That's right. What, what's necessary to be a referee, a wrestling referee? I've been watching it on television. Well, first you have to go down to the State Athletic Commission and... Now, get a... ju wait just a moment. You're not going to stand there and tell me that wrestling is considered an athletic event... Well, yes, it is. It's supervised by the... Well, I guess ever since they've had an athletic commission in the state of California. Is that so? I would think the Screen Actors Guild had more to do with that. <laughs> uh, don't take a slug at me. Uh, I may come back with some peanut but How do you get a license uh, is your name Mr. Roth? Uh, <laughs> Mike Ruby. Oh, Mike Ruby. Uh, do, do you have to get a license? Do you have to prove that you can't see two feet without your glasses? No, you have to take a uh, very rigid physical and written examination to get a license. I've seen a lot of wrestling on television, and I have a question. How is it all I ever see is the referee bending over when I watch a wrestling match? Well, you know, uh, you fellas could make a fortune selling advertising. <laughs> There's one thing I've been avoiding, and I wish you'd give me a frank answer. Is is wrestling really honest? Sure. Uh, look, I'm not a six-year-old child, you know. What, make, what makes you think it's honest? Well, I'm a former wrestler myself. And you regard that as, as evidence? <laughs> I better be careful. You throw a hammerlock on me. If you care to make a statement about wrestling, you can go right ahead, and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be quiet. I promise. Well, uh, I'll admit there are some crooked athletes in the wrestling game, but uh, I don't think there's any more crooked men engaged in the wrestling game than in any other sport or occupation. Or In other words, what goes on in your wrestling... <laughs> in other words, what goes on in your wrestling arena is honest, fair, and above reproach. Is that it? Uh... Sure. That's well, right. in that case, I own the crookedest television set in this town. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been most enlightening talking to you two, and next time I bite into a chocolate cream, I won't be surprised if if I find gorgeous George in there. <laughs> now you're going uh, to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you get a chance at the $1,000 question. Can't tell you how much you have to win, but gorgeous George is going to remind our listeners. That's Mr. Fenneman I'm referring to. The professor's wife and the memory expert lead with $18. All right, here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected nicknames of sports immortals. Is that right? That's right. Or immortal sports. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Fifteen. Fifteen. Who is known as the Sultan of Swat? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth is right. You have $35. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the 35 are you going to bet on your second? Mm, Thirty-two and a half. Uh, what tennis player was known as Little Miss Poker Face? Take a guess if you don't know. Helen Wills. Helen Wills Moody is right. 
You now have $67.50. And here's your third question. How much of the $67.55 are you going to bet? Fifty. Fifty. $65. $65. All right. What French, what French boxer was known as the Orchid Man? Gorgeous George's Carpentier. Carpentier is right. I just wanted you to know that I knew the incorrect pronunciation. Huh? And here's your last chance to beat uh, the other couples. How much have they got? I think they have $132.50. How much are you going to go for? Shoot it. Shoot it? Huh? Okay. This is the last question? This is the coup de grace. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> Who is known as the Galloping Ghost? Red Grange. Red Grange is right. I give him a big chance. He answered all those questions. You now have a grand total of $265. And that means that the referee and the chocolate dipper with $265 in just one minute get a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. Folks, one thing you can always count on is expert attention for your car when you take it to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. No matter what service your car may need, whether it's an engine tune-up, a winter checkup, or just a simple lubrication job, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer has the equipment to do it right. And he has the master technicians who know how to use that equipment, too. Yes, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer is the man to see when your car needs service of any kind. And he has complete paint facilities, too, to give you a top job, whether your car needs an overall paint job or a touch-up to prevent rust and corrosion in the bad weather driving ahead. So, if you want to put your car in top running condition at a price that's fair, take it where you see the famous sign of better service, the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here comes the chocolate dipper and the referee, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. Now, Betty and Mike, here's a chance to really wiggle yourself into some real big money now. Here we go for $1,000. I give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully, and please, no help from the audience. Here it is. It's a tough one. In 1947, the ECA, or Marshall Plan, came into being to help the peoples of Europe. For $1,000, tell me, what do the letters E-C-A stand for? And I want you to tell me exactly. Now, think it over. All right, kids, take a stab. What do you say? It's got to be precise now. European... Cooperative Association, but that's no. not it. While you I were flirting with it, it's it's a tough question. I didn't know it either. It's it's uh, economic cooperation Green administration. administration. I'm sorry. That's, uh, that's and our source is the Encyclopedia Americana. That's the correct answer. Anyhow, they won how much? Uh, $265 in the quiz. Well, that's not too bad. That means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank you. Good night,
Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Folks, here's a reminder that when you contribute to the United Red Feather campaign this month, you contribute to many campaigns in one. Yes, to the community health and welfare services of most cities have been added the national services of the United Defense Fund. So remember, give the United Red Feather way. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith, music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.